do you think we've reached a point where there are companies that are too big to fail? Yeah, no, I mean, that's been proven in just kind of like the banking world. The banks are always too big to fail Facts. because, oh, at least the bigger banks. And that's what's so funny about when a company or a country goes into a recession because the government has to figure out which one of those are too big to fail and which one of those is like, ah, we can just throw you away. And right. so they give, like in 2008 crash, like they gave Chase and Bank of America and all these guys just massive bailouts and they said, all right, you guys were bad, <laughs> bad. we really need you guys to stay alive. So we're right. going to just like slap some penalties on you and take some bigger amounts of cash away from you in the next couple of years. But then after that, like, don't do it again or else we're going to have to bail you out, you know, and it's yeah. just kind of like a cycle. Yo, 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 and welcome back to Roy's Podcast. I'm Roy Spencer. I'm Johnny Rodriguez, and this is Roy's Podcast. So, Roy, there's been a lot of talk lately. Uh, I'm sure anyone who watches this may or may not know, to be honest. That's why I'm sure of it. So, uh, Apple and Facebook, both ginormous, you know, enterprises, uh, but there seems to be a little bit of a dispute going on lately uh, between, uh, what is it, the tracking of people's information? Oh, yeah. And that, that, that's, that's a cause for concern if you're a Facebook owner, potentially. Uh, starting off this podcast, I just want to alert you guys before we dive into the, this devilish details that d Facebook's earnings is July 28th, and you guys should be very worried. Because with Apple's uh, asking of people if they want to track, if the apps track them or not, People now have the freedom to choose who's tracking them and what data they're actually getting out of these people. And a recent survey has shown that between 88 to 96% of people are telling Facebook to hit the road Dang. and not to follow them. And there, last year, it was reported that Facebook had $86 billion of revenue coming in through this source. So, How much... How much like how much do they, like is the overall revenue that I, I don't know the overall revenue, but I do know that that is over 80% of the revenue that they bring in that Dang. comes from that. But I want to open this up to kind of like a live debate and ask you, Johnny, as like an iPhone user, what, what do you think about this? And did you let Facebook kind of have your data? Um, so I am actually, I'm not even on Facebook. I don't use I don't use Facebook at all. I don't. Probably, I don't probably like for them. the best. I don't like them. I don't like Mark Zuckerberg. Um, I think he <laughs> seems a bit. And you know, this is my own subjective opinion, but I think he seems like. Um, I don't know. He just seems like a sociopath to me. <laughs> yeah. I I think you know, with him being the origin, you know, pretty much the originator of big tech. In terms of mm -hmm. social media stuff, like, you know, he owns Facebook, he owns Instagram, you know, whenever a new tech startup is starting up, he seems to be able to buy it out. So he's mm -hmm. monopolizing on that. And um, I'm all for, I'm I'm all for uh, Facebook to hit the road. I'm, I'm yeah. not, a, not a big fan. Telling them to bounce out of there, but uh, 
the thing is, like, with that, there's going to be a lot of... I, I Like, I was kind of about what they were doing in terms of the, the ads. Because I was starting to see stuff on my Instagram that was... That was custom tailored to what I like, you know. Seeing, right. seeing some cool shoes, like they're getting really good. And in fact, for those of you guys that know me on a personal level, you know that I'm going to be attending grad school at U of M next uh, coming this fall in data science. And the only reason that I found that was I was just scrolling through Instagram. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I was scrolling through Instagram. And it just saw an ad for um, U of M's grad school, and I was just kind of like, yeah. And they, they, they knew that it was something that I would want to pursue because of the searches that they'd seen me go through and stuff like that, and which so that is was, great. That which was great. Facebook, though? Like, you, you said you were scrolling through Facebook? Facebook owns Instagram. Oh, you're so, scrolling through Instagram, gotcha. And I was scrolling through Instagram, and I just, I, I just saw that, and I, I was just kind of like, this is great. And I applied and got in, and now I'm on my way to becoming a U of M grad. But oh, yeah. without Facebook's help, I don't know if I would have sought that out on my own and tried to do a program like that. So I, I do like it. But one thing that really kind of concerns me is at what price have I been paying for that? Right. You know, what information do they have on me? Do they know my passwords? Do they know? Do they sell that information about my passwords? Because there's been Search instances, history. there's been instances where I've I've had to use my social security number for passing like background checks and stuff along those lines when I'm on my computer, and I don't know if Instagram's on or off or Facebook's on or off on my computer at that point. Like, how how much do they really track? And I think one of my buddies Scott talked to me about watching the the Social Dilemma on Netflix, which kind of does a big walkthrough on all the stuff that they are collecting on you. And some of the stuff that they're collecting on you is crazy. Like, they know where you're walking. They know who you're talking to because you have your messages open. You have your maps open. They know what you're doing. They know what you spend your time on. And it's kind of like they get a, they get the best breakdown of you that anybody knows. They know you better than you know you How in some instances. Wait, so so when you say maps, how are they able like how are they able to see our like when you say maps, are you referring to like Google Maps or like Apple like maps? Apple Maps, Google Maps, Waze or whatever so, you use. So they had a but, so they had Apple had a, like a contract with them or something. But how it how it works is that these third party sources have an ability within them to look at your other apps that are open. Like everything that's open on your phone, that's why I like close out all my apps and stuff whenever mm, I'm doing whatever. Gosh, but they're able to look at the opened apps that are on your phone. So if your Apple Maps is tracking your location and where you're walking, they also know where you're walking. And if you're on your phone texting somebody, they potentially know what you're talking about. And it's just right. kind of like this is all some very tough things to accept when it when we're, we're thinking about what kind of information they have i mean are the ads great because of that yes but also do i feel comfortable with them seeing all of that and the answer might not be yes i i mean yeah dude and and um looking at it looking at it from a small business perspective i could see how this could you know seriously negatively affect them you know, uh, but also Facebook 
doesn't necessarily help small businesses. You know, like they give them a platform to advertise on. Mm-hmm. But what if that small business is a and we're, we're seeing more and more of these, you know, like a startup tech small mm-hmm. business, you know, that's not good. Right. That's then a there's chance no, that that's not the greatest. Right. So it's just like as the world evolves, I think, and and small businesses evolve more and more people are going to start to side with and I don't know where they side already, but at least where I'm coming from, I think that I don't want a big corporation tracking where I'm walking. I don't want them seeing, (laughs) I don't want them seeing like, you know, the things I'm looking up, not like I'm looking up anything weird, but Mm -hmm. I just don't, I just don't want that. And, and that's why uh, I think we might've talked about brave that browser briefly because Mm -hmm. they block the ads and whatnot. Yeah. Last show. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that that does like a really good job of tying in with kind of cryptos and stuff like that, because cryptos offers the world a way of decentralization, getting out of, you know, letting these companies kind of see what you're doing and them kind of, you know, getting rid of all your information immediately. But this all kind of comes at a cost because these ads have, you know, become tailored to us. And I, I mean, I keep beating that into like the ground. Which is kind of weird, but I see the business aspect of it. I see the kind of stuff that this could potentially help. But, I mean, you know, Social Security, that's a big deal. And you only get one of those. You can't have that be, you know, compromised. And people just having that whenever they want. So, (laughs) I, I, I think one of the things that kind of sticks out in my mind is an interview with Jeff Bezos when he was at Amazon and he talked about how companies, they don't last forever. These, these big tech guys, they're not what the United States would call too big to fail. And in fact, like a lot of the government probably wants them to fail, although they do take a big chunk of money away from them. And, you know, with lobbying and stuff, those people are probably going out to some really nice dinners. Right. These guys, but it's not, it's not something that these people want, and they'd rather see these people get broken down. And what Jeff Bezos talked about is the lifespan of a company like that is roughly like 30 years of being in the spotlight, you know? And it made me think about Walmart and along the lines of what they're doing. And, you know, they're the old-fashioned brand where you go in and you get the stuff in store. And, you know, they're kind of moving to an online platform, but just Amazon does it 10 times better and for cheaper. So are they going to be around in, like, 50 years? Probably. But are they going to be doing... Yeah. Oh, Walmart. Oh, Walmart. I'm just talking about the companies don't just die. They're not, like, bankrupt. They're just not thriving how they used to. And, you know, the the way... I wish I had, like, a magic marker here to just kind of show you the way that companies grow. But they they grow and they grow and they go up and then they reach a maturation period. and And then they start hitting their decline and then they go down but it doesn't mean that they automatically go to like bankruptcy right they just they they just aren't making profits so the way they were in the past and then they have to you know cut back on their workers close on stores and stuff like that that sounds very similar to the um like that the the path that a, a new product a new product takes on when it goes into the market you know like building 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 and then you know they eventually just kind of reminders about mm-hmm. the company as it's falling, you know, and then mm-hmm. eventually fizzles out. So it's, but, it's, 
if they keep companies are just though, a bunch of products companies right. are just a bunch of products so it should just be like that but if so if those companies like on amazon which seems like it seems like they keep on innovating they keep on doing things like that do you think we've reached a point um where there are companies that are too big to fail yeah no i mean that's been proven in just kind of like the banking world the banks are always too big to fail Excellent. because oh well, at least the bigger banks and that's what's so funny about when a company or a country goes into a recession because the government has to figure out which one of those are too big to fail and which one of those is like ah we can just throw you away and right. so they give like in 2008 crash like they gave chase and Bank of America and all these guys just massive bailouts, and they said, "All right, you guys were bad, but <laughs> bad. we just... really need you guys to stay alive. So we're right. gonna just like slap some penalties on you and take some bigger amounts of cash away from you in the next couple of years. But then after that, like, don't do it again, or else we're gonna have to bail you out. You know, and it's yeah, just it... kind of like a cycle. It seems so inefficient. <clears throat> it's it's just a cycle, and you know, I, I talk about it over and over. And, in fact, like, I, I, I will probably talk about this book for the remainder of every single podcast that we ever talk about, but he does, Ray Dalio just does such a great job of, you know, helping you understand just how it works. You know, banks are too big to fail, and when they do fail, they crash, and then they get, like, these bailouts, and then the government's like, don't do that again, or else we're going to have to slap some big fines on you, and then I'm like, okay, okay, and for a few years, they're good. And then, you know, they pay off all their bailout money and then they're like, all right, let's start getting going again. And then the same cycle happens all over again right? You know, because that's what stimulates an economy and gets stuff going. Originally, it's just the banks because people need to like get blends or loans for money so, to like start building stuff. And then that stirs the economy. So do you th like, is it, is it like, is it, is it a a private thing or like kind of an unspoken thing like that the government does not want crypto or blockchain to exist because it would you know essentially weed out banks from the from the conversation and then there's a, if, there's a chance yeah because i feel like you know like the the government's not like they they'll say you know crypto it's you know it's not stable it's not worth anything like whatever they'll say whatever they want to say about it and it's normally not necessarily the most positive things are they doing that and same with banks but banks you know they'll say we're going to create our own <laughs> cryptocurrency but it's like so you're just going to create you're all you're all they're doing when they say they're creating their own cryptocurrency it's like we're just going to create our own dollar you know yeah. like it's not like an actual that's that it, it de totally defeats the meaning and value of what people believe in when they think of Bitcoin or, you know, just blockchain. Mm. I, I think there's a lot going on with what you said there and like banks having their own currency and also cryptos. And so the thing is with like cryptos, the, the United States can't really control those. The people that control the cryptos are the people that own the most of those. And that's like our superheroes, like Elon Musk. Right. Shout out Daddy. No, I'm just kidding. He's not my dad. Although that'd be kind of funny. <laughs> but it's just people that own massive stacks of cryptocurrencies is who owns, you know, that market. And with big players like that owning it, 
the government doesn't have as much of a say, and that scares the government because the government wants to be able to make decisions for us. And, right. You know, because we we established the government so that it could help us out in kind of times of crisis and when 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 we need it and stuff like that. And so, in a sense, it's kind of good for us, you know, except right. for when the government oversteps its limits and then kind of comes at us and throws a little too much on the table. But in a sense, they want to have banks have their own s currency because then they can control that because the banks answer to the feds and then the feds, you know, that's part of like, you know, it's private, but it's, you know, kind of like a, a government organization that the government can have some control over. And so they'd rather have a bank be in charge of something along the lines of a currency instead of the people having their own decentralized currency. So that's kind of like my thoughts about cryptos in the future. Is it something that will succeed? Maybe. I do think that there is a bunch of cryptos that will succeed just because they're going to have an implicit value of because of just the stuff that they're doing. But a lot of these other ones, you know, once we get outside the top 50 or 100 and they're not actually like doing stuff that's actually productive or they're yeah. just kind of less productive like, than the other ones, then we're going to see those get eliminated, just like, cut off by the government. Like PooCoin. Like, yeah. Like, fuck. The government's <laughs> just going to just tell those people that they it's, suck. And, it's literally called PooCoin. P-O-O -O <laughs> coin. And, like, there's no value. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't have any reactions to that other than, oh, shit. Oh sh I mean, yeah, literally. Oh shit! It's a it's a coin that's called it's named after poop. Like, uh, there's nothing to it. But what they do have, actually, and here's where it's interesting. What they do have, sorry, this is a little off track, but it's, it's just kind of interesting. What they do have is, uh, you go on PooCoin's website. Um, they have all other. They have all of the other poo coins, like that they call poo coins, because. Mm. Like, just coins that are nothing, like, that are just, like, memes. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, like, they, they, they don't mean anything, like, and they have yeah. them ranked, like, which one is going to get the most, you know, community-driven uh, value, you know? It, it's, right. So, in a way, it's, it's almost like gambling. It literally is gambling mm -hmm. at that point. <laughs> well, gambling kind of, I like to find gambling has some underlying statistics or you know, something underlying that actually pushes it along. Right. This is this is absolute like betting on just random stuff. Betting on random stuff. And, and it's funny because, you know, it's poo coin and stuff on there. But a, a famous like Reddit term or a term that's now being used on CNBC is shit coins and they're they're yeah. You know, it's the same thing. Everybody realizes that that these coins don't all have value in a way. And you know, at the end we, we saw it happen in the dot-com bubble, which happened right around the early 2000s when everybody was just making websites and there's just tons of websites around it. But, you know, all those didn't make it. You know, the big players made it out. Google, you know, Yahoo, stuff like that. And so eventually, we don't know when, but it's going to bust. And these these shit coins are going to go to the drain and you know i wish that there was a way to kind of oh well, i think there is you know bet on their demise because it's going to come one day it's just you know a yeah. matter of when or, right you know if they make themselves influential in any sort of way that 
gets rid of their demise in, in the future. So, and a lot of that's looking at future technology because that's what a, a lot of them align themselves with. Right. And actually, I think this is a perfect time to get a give a shout out to uh, one of my favorite places online called Coursera. And I've been using Coursera for a while. Coursera is a place kind of like a classroom, but not actually at a university. And what you get is a bunch of universities on there competing to put their information to get views and stuff because Coursera will pay them quite well. But these these places aren't as expensive. They're, some Most classes are free and you get to learn good stuff. And one class that I'm taking right now through Coursera is called Startup Valuation Methods, and that's through Duke University. I get to take it for absolute zero, zero, zero dollars and zero that's cents. That's nuts. And, you know, it's just stuff like that. If you want to learn something that has any sort of thing that you don't think you need to be in person for, you know, I'm not talking about being a chemical lab professional and blowing up chemicals right. and stuff where you need to actually be in person but stuff like coding or stuff like stocks like there's all sorts of help out there and this is a place that i want to like mention because we talk about underlying fundamentals on this show and this is a place that actually helps people figure out what are the professionals doing to measure this company you know they have assets and liabilities and to everybody that kind of sounds like just fancy words that cool stock guys use, but right. this makes it really simple for people and they'll teach you how to be like the big boys out there and have that sense of getting, you know, what, what is a good fundamental company at the end? And I want to give a shout out to them because I think they're doing the most and I like their mo model a lot. I mean, dude, I've taken a, I've actually taken a class on Coursera as well. Um, anyway, Heck yeah, what'd you it, take? Was, it wasn't, it wasn't like what you took. It was like, I just wanted to see what it was about. It was, um, at this time in my life, I was very into like, uh, Buddhism. I was just mm -hmm. really interested in it and mindfulness. So I took a class on mindfulness and it was really cool. Like, uh, they had like videos and there was this one video, uh, that it was a long one, but it taught, it, it was like a, almost like a cartoon in a way, but like they had a narrator over it and it was of the Buddha's life. And dude, it was just very, um, I don't know, it, it, it just, through that video, literally through that video, I had never seen before, I, le I understood what the Buddha stood for after watching it. it and and it, was, it was like a super short class. It was, I don't know how long, maybe like two, three weeks. Super, but I just wanted to see what it was about, you know, Coursera. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you know, they have, so they have classes like that, and then they have classes like what you're talking about. So it definitely they, They've got like all sorts of classes, and... It sounds like you enjoyed that one. Do you think you'd recommend oh, yeah. it to somebody? I would 100% recommend it, yeah. And isn't that stuff free? You know, you get to yeah. hop on there, and you get to learn about this stuff from somebody that probably really knows their shit. Oh, yeah. And talks to you about it in a way, and then, then you just get to learn about stuff like that. You know, no matter what you're passionate about, there should be more resources out there for you to learn about stuff like that. And You, you know, I think one of the great things about Roy's podcast and the investments that we do is we're we're investing in you guys we want we want you guys to succeed just as much as we want to succeed and that's the reason we started the show and that's the reason we do what we do but you know i want to put that stuff out there for you guys because you, you know you might see like what we're doing and wonder you know what are we looking at and i, I want to make it as transparent as possible if you guys have questions you just ask us but 
it, it's it's stuff like this that I think you know, it, and you guys can also recommend stuff to me as well and Johnny. It, it just that makes us all better traders at the end of the day. Yeah. And what I want to do is I want to develop a smart community around us so that we all make bank one day in these markets because that would be so much fun. Or you know, just have like you guys have a little bit more money at the end of the day so we can pay bills and. No matter what your situation is, I want you to just be thriving because right. you watch this show. So, so, so just make sure that uh, you donate to our podcast so that we can finish paying our bills. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, before you do any of that, but <clears throat> it, it, it's just we also we just like hearing from you guys, and yeah, I know that you guys are you know, just some great intelligent people because you started with us. And you might be watching other shows and stuff, and we want we want recommendations because we want to learn about stuff as well. This is a community of learning, and yeah. So, I, I guess I guess upon that, um, also if you guys have any stocks or stock picks, that would also be that would also be great. And weigh in on your your thoughts about this Apple and Facebook stuff. Write write to us. Our our email is. Uh, ROIS dot investments thirty three at gmail dot com. We'll put a we'll put a thing. We'll put a we'll put a link in for you guys to yeah. like click on and stuff. So you can see it. But I think one other thing I want to touch on in that is that Apple and Facebook are really duking it out in this one. But another company that I don't think it's talked about enough and has a potential downfall coming in the future is something like Google. You know? Is this some company that could also be on its next way out? Well, and and I wanted to ask this earlier. Um, like, how much how much revenue is Google? Because you you were saying to me earlier that uh, Apple, like their uh, default browser, go is to go to Google, right? Right, and Google pays them billions of dollars for something like that. Right, and then Facebook, do they pay Google? Or does Google pay Facebook? Uh, I'm not sure exactly how that works, but I think that's something I should look into. But how I understand it is that they have their own stuff going on. Like Facebook has Instagram, and then people are just looking at Instagram and you know, kind of buying stuff through that. I don't think they have any deals, but <clears throat> kind of just how it works is people are, are, are looking at their tailored ads and stuff. And I, I want to touch on something that I don't think I got through earlier. I don't think that, you know, because of this, like, Facebook is going to go to zero. <laughs> like, they have a lot of stuff going on. And one of the things that I actually thought about was, you know, outside of their stuff where they just kind of target their ads and sell that to, like, customers, what else do they have? So they're they're able to track their users on their platform. People spend hours on Facebook Instagram, you know, right. all the stuff that Insta or Facebook does. So they're not only just, you know, tracking other apps and stuff. They have information on how long you sit there and look at a picture. How long do you, like, do you scroll through the pictures? Like, they have all this stuff. And they see your eye movements when you're on there. And if you we're know, being they... real honest, if we're being real honest, if, you know, you're looking at a certain video... They're tracking your eye movements, right? Mm -hmm. They they know exactly what you're doing. They know exactly and, what you're doing, you creep. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I want to say that not everybody owns an iPhone, and right. those other phone companies aren't the aren't 
doing anything about this. But I, I just think that this all circles back to Apple and them being a dominant comp company for the future. Like, this is a company that I firmly believe, even though we just talked about it, that companies don't last forever. I think companies like Apple are something that, you know, might escape that kind of dark gap for a while because they're so centered on the customer service and what they can do for us. You know, ask not for what you can do for your, or what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Well, yeah, that's how they think in terms of, like, their phone. They they think that like they are able to come out here and offer us a product that people really want. You know, we're not just right. getting an iPhone with like cool buttons on it. We're getting that peace of mind at night that like nobody's staring at us. You know? Yeah, we're, yeah. Like, reading we're, a book. We don't want to fear. We don't want to have to. <laughs> I mean, they they literally sell things to cover your the camera now when you're like typing and stuff like you you know like that doesn't feel safe <laughs> right it's because of this is a problem people are having security issues with that and you know honestly it's not not too far-fetched to have something like that and i i just i really like apple's motto about security and stuff and i mean that's not even everything that they do but that's just something that sticks out to me in my mind as being an investor in apple is that they always are going to have my back and right. because I like something like that. and I feel positive about what they're doing for the people in general. I want to be invested in that company. I want to be a part of something that they're doing. And even if their products absolutely sucked, I, I might be in just because of that. And you don't, and I don't like, I just don't get that vibe, like the, that vibe from Apple either. Like, you know how certain, companies you just kind of you know you just get this weird energy from them like facebook like and and just even their ce like their ceo mark zuckerberg and just like mm -hmm. uh twitter jack dorsey like just all these oh things, yeah you know like you just get weird vibes but with apple i don't feel that right and and, and it's actually kind of weird we didn't even talk about twitter yet but what what do you think you know, I don't know if Twitter is as ad-centered as, you know, Facebook is, but when you scroll no. through Twitter, I'm like, I don't do that that often, but when you scroll through Twitter, you are seeing ads based off of stuff that they think you might like, based off the tweets that you interact with. Because, right. you know, if you're liking, sitting there liking memes, like, right, and right. <laughs> looking at sports, they're probably thinking you're a dude, like, that's our age, and they're gonna show you Taco Bell ads late on at night or something like that. Well, you know who I, you know what uh, social media company I think is the best, literally the best at doing this, TikTok. Which one? TikTok. And you wanna know why that's scary? Because it's a Chinese, it's a Chinese-owned government, or it's not Chinese-owned government. It's a Chinese-owned company, and in China, Actually, I, I, they are. I, We're not allowed to have. They're not allowed to have U.S. apps, but yet we're allowing TikTok to, you know, a Chinese company to run the social media platform in our country. So they're gathering all our information. I, I just think that's kind of wild that you said that because, you know, now TikTok is owned by another U.S. company. I, I'm, it's escaping me who it is right now. But, is it? Yeah, I think they sold it to Oracle and... You know, it just doesn't seem like anything that Oracle would be into, but, you know, 
I might I might be totally wrong about that. They're but, in it for the information. You know, they're in it for the information, and you know, this is this is something that you want to buy. These are hidden gems that are in the market that people right. would want to interact with because data is key. If you know what people are doing, then you can sell stuff to them. And, right. You know, or you can kind of get an idea of what products you want to develop in the future. And so maybe that's a good move. I don't really, I don't, I know Oracle does stuff on like computers and that's, a, didn't they that's have, about didn't it. They have something with like the, <clears throat> I don't know why, were they a part of uh, the, um, what is it the like where you put on those big goggles and you're just like in another oh, place? Or is that not? Uh, <laughs> that might be, that's actually, I think that's actually Google. And ah, they sell ew. stuff like that, but I might be wrong. I wish, I wish my dad was here right now because he used to, you know, he used to be such a big owner of Oracle that they literally sent him shirts and coats and just merch oh, that, because he's such a big owner. Yeah, just because they're like, thank you for being such a big supporter of us. We love you, and then Dude, they'd send him stuff. See, that would be sick <clears> if you could get your dad to get like just lend you uh like a one of those shirts or coats or something, just wear it on the pod. Oh, yeah. I mean, most of that went to, like, my brother. So, oh, you okay. know, if you ever see him strutting around looking real, real fly, you'll know. <laughs> yeah. You'll know where he got his stuff from. But it's it just... It, it, I, and honestly, I really like stuff like that. I think we should do that, do that stuff for people here on the pod. If you guys are big oh. pod listeners... We want to start doing some merch sometime in the future. So and we are we're, guys... dro we're dropping merch. We're gonna have some merch up and running. We already got it. We already got uh, the uh, already got the ideas going. The mockups we have mockups made. Mm -hmm. Literally, uh, we just gotta you know press the button and pay a little, and then we'll have some merch up for you guys. You could buy it. Uh, you know, we're not gonna press this on too soon or anything because you know this is a very early podcast, but. If you want a little early uh, product, just let us know. Shoot us, uh, shoot us an email. Smash that like button. Smash that subscribe <laughs> button. But uh, no, seriously, just, <laughs> just just email us and we'll uh, we'll we'll try to get it out to you. Right. Yeah, I, I I think you guys might be underestimating Johnny. I think you might just thinking he he's not he's capping, you know. But I'm not capping. We really are. Yeah, we're not capping. We're we're gonna send you it for free because it doesn't matter to us. Because we want you guys to be, we want you guys to be walking out there. We want you guys to be telling people what you've heard on this show, so that people can become better investors together. And when you and, say it, you must strut with the utmost confidence when you talk about <laughs> us. And our and if you're repping Roy's investments, you better be repping it with confidence. All right. Yeah, hell yeah! None none of that. None, none of, of that. that slouching like. Yeah, I, I, you know, yeah, I watch Roy's podcast. No, it needs to be. Yeah, I watch Roy's podcast. <laughs> Roy's podcast is filled with winners. And yeah, that's what we that's what we have going on for you guys. And we wanna we wanna get out here and we wanna we wanna indulge your mind and thoughts that you guys aren't really thinking about. And you know, maybe you did think about Apple and stuff. I mean, everybody's thought about Apple at some point, but did you think about it in the way? That it, what they're doing might be a negative before this show. Who knows? Ninety-six right. to eighty-eight percent of you guys put the put the Facebook on the the get out of town meter. So and, and we're mean, not talking about and we're not talking about like you guys watching this. We're talking about like a poll that was taken with like 
millions, right? Yeah, it was something. It was a small sample upon originally coming out, but that's what the numbers we're looking at. That's what they dictated, like, right? Upon, but also we gotta look at some biases and think about that. If you were somebody that originally got the beta version, then you must really love you know, looking into stuff like that. And, right. you know, maybe you were gung-ho to do this because you really hated privacy. So, you know, maybe as, like, people are adapting to the iOS version that actually does this, you see less and less people actually doing it. Well, and, and also, doesn't that... Wouldn't that um, cut out... Wouldn't that almost completely destroy, if you have an iPhone, completely destroy the industry for VPNs? I mean, it could damage it. I think there's always going to be room for a VPN because people need that privacy. Just because Apple is working on security doesn't mean that somebody right. else <laughs> somewhere isn't trying to hack you. Or, right. You know, there's many different benefits to a VPN that you can like say that you're somewhere else so that people don't come and hack you. I, it, or just go weird. to Brave. Go to use the Brave yeah. browser. And I, I think one of the things we want to talk about a little bit more here coming on on our, on our next shows is how how powerful a company like Brave can be for our future. Yeah. You know, one thing I don't think we talked about enough here is that Apple is being paid by Google, by Google, so that they can be their default search browser. Now imagine Apple takes their steps a little bit further and they say, okay, Google, you also give away passwords and people are able to, and you sell your data. We don't need your $3 billion or $4 they billion dollars anymore. They don't. Now, what if they want to get a company like Brave on there or give people the option to choose? They're giving people more options to choose and they say, all right, you guys pick your, your, your starting browser and now you know like what who does what and who's tracking your data does everybody still pick google i don't know wow that's great that's crazy <clears throat> to think about because thinking back to steve jobs like the mm -hmm. creator of apple his whole thing was you know he wants the he wants you the the person that has the product to be the you know he wants you to have the power to do mm -hmm. what you want to do with it like you know whether it be texting a certain way the bitmojis he didn't develop bitmojis but you know obviously they were made from you know that personalization aspect of mm -hmm. you know apple's core thing and so it's like apple seems like one of those companies that just continues <clears throat> to they 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 are tailored to the consumer they mm -hmm. want them to have the best experience possible and that may and that's I mean, you know I'm not, I'm not like some genius or anything, but to me, that makes me feel good about the company Apple. That's why they're a winner, and that's yeah. why we're also going to be winners here because we're as about the people as Apple is, and you know as as we like become bigger and we show you guys that we're going to definitely <clears throat> be able to drive some ROIs for you guys and oh yeah. You know, who, who doesn't like a little little extra cash in the bank, you know, at the end of the day? Exactly. So I think I think that kind of wraps it up for us today, but if you this guys have recap. stock this picks... This is a recap, like a recap episode. You know, we just want, we just want mm -hmm. you guys to know that, you know, we're still here. We're still kicking. We've just uh, mm -hmm. been very busy. Uh, mm -hmm. If you go on Roy's Investments, uh, dot co, 
you'll see that and then you go to uh what what is it how i trade yeah how i trade if you go to the how i trade scroll down <laughs> uh click on any of those videos or it's on the youtube channel uh determine oh, yeah. your threshold um uh how to handle a loss and then uh what's the what's the last one picking picking the stock how yeah how to pick a good stock or picking a good right. stock yeah like trust me guys this what the facts that roy is putting down are you you're not going to learn it anywhere else and you're not going to learn it in a more sim, like a more simplistic way because a lot of times you'll watch things and they'll try to explain things you know as best they can i'm not and you know hats off to them for trying yeah. but mm -hmm. you know i feel like with <laughs> roy understanding that kind of stuff and then having me here to kind of you know best interpret it uh i think it's a good breakdown if i can if i can understand it from watching these videos you guys can for sure understand it yeah you, we, you, we got you guys yeah we got you guys and and one thing i i've taken like i i know that i've had some requests upon is doing something where we break down options and you know what does buying a call mean what is selling a call mean what is what is selling a put what is buying a put you know what happens if i buy a put and the stock goes down what happens if i buy a put and the stock goes up that will all be covered in like our upcoming short videos as well because yes we hear we hear what you guys are talking about and we want you guys to be successful and i want to break it down like as as simple as possible for you guys and then eventually one day you guys you know you start to get it you write in with your questions and you know then we're then we're all making some bank together you know yeah so, uh, and, let's get and, it going and stay tuned boy and hopefully also you know uh once you guys get it going you know and and you guys are you know pushed out of the nest and then you got to flap your wings hopefully mm -hmm. You guys, if you guys, you know, start really exploding, me and Roy are sitting in the nest still, you know, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you guys aren't just flapping your wings and then kicking us down. You let us grab <laughs> on and we're not just reaching for you. So, mm -hmm. you know, bring us with you. <laughs> yeah, definitely bring us with you. And, oh, oh, one thing I also wanted to talk about, which I will talk about in like a full video, I think coming up is, uh... TD Ameritrade's Thinkorswim and how that has the ability to let you simulate trades with money that they give you that you don't, you know, it's not a oh, real wow. thing, but that helps you discover your trading style and stuff before that's before you put in your actual dollars that you've worked really hard for. You know, it, it allows you to go in there, develop a trading strategy. Heck, check out the ones that I, I put in under how I trade. I think you guys will be really really happy with the results that you get if you if you follow it and just see what you guys you can we know, put a link here with. can we put a link uh underneath this so they can check that out yeah totally let's put a link in perfect there's a what you'd have to do is you'd have to download td ameritrade and you'd have to go in and create a profile and you know you don't need to put in any money it's all free and then after you create a profile you're able to download their thinkorswim app which is got a lot of stuff going into it it is has a lot of powerful tools but when i think that one of the best things is it allows you to start trading with money in a simulation and you know you can kind of check out stuff and see what works and whatnot and then when you, you guys you know you're making some real dollars you know however you're doing it 
you, you don't feel as afraid to put in some real dough into this because you know that you you know what it takes to do and be it's, successful. It's le- it's legitimate training and practice, like for sports, mm-hmm. but for trading. And yeah, investing. that and that's how everybody gets better. <laughs> exactly. Hell yeah. Okay, Hell yeah. and and also going off of that, um, I'll, I'm gonna make that account as well. So we we can honestly do. We'll do a in-depth look um, with you, like helping me set up the help, helping me set up my own. Let's account, do it, and then yeah, and then showing how to do it and whatnot. So look for maybe look on for the that. next podcast. Who knows? Yeah, yeah we can do. We Wait, can literally do it on the next podcast. Yeah, we can why not? do whatever I... we want on Roy's podcast. <laughs> Heck yeah, we we got you guys. We're here for you, dude, and we hope you have a blessed couple of your next next days and stay tuned for some nice stuff coming you know check out apple check it out check it out if you haven't done it already roysinvestments.co um go please like and subscribe and uh be on the lookout for more things and as uh we continue to release episodes i know it's like a week i don't it's a little bit late it's like a week later or whatnot mm-hmm. but uh you know we've been racking up some episodes just so we could finally just push them out consistently and not have mm-hmm. to worry about it. So just part of the process guys. Um, but don't worry. Things are, things are starting to get some legs and we're up and running. So heck yeah. We, and we, we're glad you guys are staying with us. So exactly. with that being said, I want to sign off here on Roy's podcast and wish you guys a great ROI in your next trade. See, See you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a hustler, baby. I'm a hustler, yeah. baby. Make money, make, make, make money. When shit hit the fan, we'll take money. Southside. Be with the best of them. Done shot at the best of them. Yeah, check some collect-